fuck it. <laughs> I don't have uh, I don't have an intro made, so <laughs> let's just do some wannabe gangster shit real quick. Fuck it. Let's go. Welcome to Nabi, covering sports of all sorts. If there's any breaking news, you know we got the report. Our one and only goal is to make this your podcast resort. Get you your favorite team updates, both on and off of the court. Breaking down everything. NFL, NBA, MMA, not much a soccer fan, but might even cover Team USA. Is KD leaving Golden State? Is Jordan really the GOAT? Is LeBron comfortable in LA? We'll keep the team afloat. If GSP fights Khabib, we fight him toe to toe. While the Fury rematch, who's always gonna go? We'll cover everything and anything you wanna know. Whatever it may be, we'll break it all down on the show. Yo, 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 what is up, everybody? This is Nabi Podcast. I am your host, Sani Nabi. Uh, this is episode 11. Real quick before we get started, just want to say a couple things. First, uh, if you're listening to this podcast on the CastBox app and you don't already know, Nabi Podcast is on iTunes and Spotify. If you are a user on either platform, look me up and subscribe. Always appreciated. Uh, next up, quick shout out to my partners at Champs Boxing Gym, located in Danbury, 128 East Liberty Street, Danbury, Connecticut. Great boxing gym, great environment. You're looking for a dope ass gym to come train at. Doesn't have to be just boxing. Could be doing MMA, uh, Muay Thai, striking, whatever. You know what I mean? Great environment. Come by. Always good to have new people. Um, also, brand new partnership I want to announce. Very excited with this. Brand new partnership with my good friend Smokey Hash, who sells CBD products. If you are not familiar with CBD, there are many great benefits from it, especially for people like me who has heavy anxiety and um, also great for recovery right after hard workouts. Give them a follow on Instagram at LLC for your CBD products. Um, All right, let's get right into it. This is episode 11. This is going to be the UFC 239 Jones vs. Santos review. Fucking A. This fucking, this, uh, this happened Saturday, this past Saturday, July 6th, 2019. And holy shit, today is Monday, July 8th, <laughs> July 8th, 2019, and holy fuck, this fucking event was nuts, um, a lot of shit that was not expected, one very big fucking thing that was not expected, but we'll get right into it, um, <laughs> alright, uh, I'm gonna go right down the card, and, um, named uh, uh, the winners, you know, the results and shit. We're going to start with the early prelims. It started with the women's bantamweight bout. It was Julia Avila, and she defeated Penny Kinzad uh, via unanimous decision. After that, it was a welterweight bout between Chance Rikantri, and he defeated Ismail Nurmadev via unanimous decision. And Chance Rikantri was like a, I think, fucking plus 470 underdog or some shit fucking nuts man of course the one time i don't bet on a fucking giant underdog um yeah after after that it was a middleweight bout between edmund shabazian and he defeated jack marshman via submission rear naked choke in round one and uh moving on to the regular televised prelims it started with a bantamweight bout between song yadong versus alejandro perez and song yadong won that via KO in round one. It was a fucking vicious KO too. If you didn't see it, look that shit up. It was fucking nice. Perfectly timed. 
Um, after that, it was a woman's strawweight belt between Claudia Gadelia, and she defeated, uh, between, jeez, I fucked that up. <laughs> it was a woman's strawweight belt between Claudia Gadelia and Randa Marcos, and Claudia beat her via unanimous decision. After that, it was a bantamweight belt between Marlon Vera against, uh, newcomer Nolan Hernandez, and Marlon Vera won that shit via, <laughs> he won that shit via submission rear naked choke in round two. And the uh, featured prelim bout was a lightweight bout between Arnold Allen and Gilbert Melendez. And Arnold Allen won that fight via unanimous decision. And onto the main card, it started off with a welterweight bout between Michael Chiesa versus Diego Sanchez. Michael Chiesa won that via unanimous decision. After that, it was a light heavyweight bout between Jan Blakowicz uh, versus Luke Rockhold. Blakowicz won that via KO in round two. And then after that, it was a welterweight belt between Jorge Masvidal versus Ben Askren. And Jorge won that in round one in five seconds of the fight. <laughs> We're going to get into that. In the uh, co-main event, it was a women's bantamweight championship fight between Amanda Nunes versus Holly Holm. Amanda Nunes won that fight via TKO, uh, yeah, via TKO in round one. And in the main event, it was the light heavyweight championship between John Jones versus Tiago Santos. And John Jones won that fight via split decision. It was a little controversial, I guess, but um, we're going to get right into it. Uh, I'm going to review the uh, two prelim fights that I was looking most forward to, starting with the woman's strawweight belt. It was uh, number five ranked Claudia Gadelia versus number 14 ranked Randa uh, Rand Marcos. Uh, I predicted the correct winner, which was Claudia by decision. Uh, I was heavily disappointed in the fucking fight, though. More so with Claudia's performance. Uh, but yeah, let's get right into it. Starting with round one in the contest. Claudia took the center of the octagon right away, backing Ronda up. Uh, Randa up. But Randa was game as fuck to fight going backwards. In my preview breakdown episode, I said Claudia had to pace herself. And that's exactly what she did. But she was kind of over, like, overpacing herself. She was picking and choosing her shots to throw. Like I said, she would have to. But it didn't seem like she was throwing anything at all. You know what I mean? Uh, she threw 35 strikes in that first round. And I don't even know where that number 35 came from. But that's what the fucking stat says in, in the first round for her. But she threw 35 and landed only 12. Randy threw uh, 34 shots and landed only 10. Zero takedown attempts from either fighter. But Claudia controlled the fight all around. Backing Randa up and uh, having center control. So that, that round goes to Claudia. Round two was more of the same. Claudia pushing forward, uh, backing Randa up while Randa stays light on her feet, moving around. Um, but every time Claudia got close and started throwing strikes, Randa had no problem in throwing back and trading with Claudia. Um, not for too long. You know, she moved out when she had to. But when the strike started, she had no problem in trading back. Uh, shots were landed between the two, but nothing nothing that rocked one another. Um, but there was uh, there was points where they just had slugfest for like a few seconds at a time, like I said. And uh, Randa was fine with it. Claudia, again, in my eyes, she, she just wasn't throwing enough. Randa, um, Randa fights real light on her feet and stays fighting with her left hand way fucking down. Claudia should have utilized her fucking overhand right a lot more than she did. It says she threw 31 strikes in this round, in the second round. But again, I didn't see her throw no fucking 31 strikes. Regardless, the stats say she landed 10 to 31, Randa landing 7 to 35. Um, Claudia did go for a takedown a little too late nearing the end of the round, um, but that was unsuccessful. Regardless, uh, because of the octagon control, this round, it goes to Claudia. Because, you know, I mean, neither really did much. 
And round three, more of the same again. Claudia pressuring Randa backwards while Randa moves around using her footwork, being light on her feet, trying to stay away from Claudia, but neither of them doing anything. In my opinion, in my opinion, when I was watching this um, live, uh, when I was like taking this, when I was taking these notes, actually, um, I, I thought she should have just emptied out her gas tank. Uh, talking about Claudia, she just go for it. You already, you already winning two up. Why even coach? You know what I mean? Just fucking go for it, cause just empty out the fucking gas tank. Fucking pull the fucking trigger. Um, but she doesn't. She just walks. No, she just not walks. She just stalks without throwing. Every time she threw. It was just like random bursts of hooks and Randa again was willing to trade back instead of just staying on the move trying to counter. No time shots, no counter attempts. Randa was just throwing back every single time Claudia had a burst of strikes. Uh, two minutes left into the round and it says Randa only landed five strikes. Um, and all those sequences, I, I don't know how that's possible, but I guess. And it says that Claudia landed 15. Um, but, you know, Claudia was the more aggressive fighter of course this round but you know that was i say that very lightly more aggressive but not aggressive enough near the end of the round uh near the end of the fight claudia was calling randa on trying to get her to engage in a brawl um and randa said fuck it and blitzed in real quick for a quick two-shot combo and uh claudia didn't seem to land anything back she tried to throw but she missed um in that sequence that i saw she didn't land anything back then the fight was done claudia ended with 75 percent center control lock uh center center control octagon control pretty much and randa ended with one percent octagon control it, that's crazy but um <laughs> claudia ended with 54 significant strikes and uh randa ended with 32 obvious unanimous decision for claudia but this fight was honestly the worst like the worst fight of the card you know what i mean sad to say because i was looking forward to this fucking fight um the whole car was action-packed from top to bottom and um yeah this this fight really fucking disappointed me i said in my preview that um uh the last episode of my preview that for this fight um it would be claudia's best performance as of late but honestly this fight she fought worse in this win than she did in you know her recent losses which is fucking crazy to say you know what i mean uh regardless claudia got the win via unanimous decision uh moving on to the second prelim fight i was looking um you know really forward to was the featherweight bout between a returning Gilbert Melendez taking on the young up-and-comer Arnold, uh, Arnold Allen. Um, I predicted the correct winner, which was Arnold Allen via unanimous decision. But, um, I mean, Gilbert was game, man. And, you know I mean? As he always is, but this fight pretty much went exactly how I thought it would. Uh, round one, it started with Gilbert coming forward with heavy punches right away. Arnold is moving in and out trying to get the counter, but doesn't land anything right away. Um, Gilbert started land, uh, started getting overly aggressive about a minute and a half in, and that's when Arnold starts, um, getting the timing of Gilbert, and, uh, starts landing fucking shots in between Gilbert's flurries, um, even caught Gilbert with a real nice counter right that stumbled Gilbert back a bit, uh, Gilbert tried to shake it off and throw heavy leg kicks, but, um, Allen caught one of them and was able to, um, kick Gil's other leg out and get the takedown, but didn't jump on top. Um, instead, he just landed big shots from the standing position till Gilbert got back up. But once Gilbert got back up, Arnold was the one backing Gilbert up for the rest of the round, landing very nice and creative shots like I predicted he would. Head kick, spinning kick, uh, uppercuts to the body, pretty much whatever he wanted to throw, he landed. Um, clear round for Allen. Round two gets underway, and Arnold is the one with the octagon control, um, you know, like he ended the last round with. Gilbert is trying to land with his um, with his hooks, but Arnold is way too tricky on his feet and is able to just slide out of the fucking way and slide right back in and attack himself. 
uh, throwing a lot of fucking head kicks too. Literally every time Arnold started throwing flurries with his hands, he landed about like 80% of what he was throwing. Uh, Gilbert is just a tough motherfucker as everybody already knew he was and he was just eating these fucking shots and just fucking trying to trying to throw crazy fucking hooks back every time. Uh, every time Gilbert throws it's just a fucking jab or like a looping fucking hook or two looping fucking hooks in a row. But Arnold moves right out of the fucking way every fucking time. Arnold even uh, like he starts beating up the fucking body of Gilbert like really fucking well and that had Gilbert confused as to like what strikes was coming next. And again, Arnold is just picking Gilbert apart with any shot he wants, uh, being, like, completely, like, unpredictable and so fucking creative. Literally, this was the whole second round. No difference from uh, the beginning of it to the end. You know what I mean? Not really much to break down. Going into the third round, Gilbert is a lot more aggressive going in as he should be losing the first two rounds. But um, after Gilbert throws two heavy shots and rushes in, he tries to wrap up Arnold up against the fence. But he gets reversed almost right away and taken down pretty easily. Gilbert was able to get back to his feet, um, you know, not long after that. But, you know, back on the feet, Arnold is now the one pressing Gilbert again. And is still throwing those, um, you know, those creative shots. While Gilbert is the one trying to throw, like, hooks and haymakers. But damn near missing almost every single one of them. He does have his moments sometimes, but a lot of the shots he missed. Um, Arnold is way too fucking creative. And, uh, you know, I mean, Gilbert in this fight was... Uh, and almost all of his fights is way too stationary for a fighter like Arnold. Um, Gilbert lands a few nice straight, uh, nice straight rights, but that doesn't seem to do much to Arnold, and he just like shakes it off, like shaking his head and shit. Um, but they were Gilbert's best shots of the night. And, but Arnold just, like I say, he just shrugged them off and just then he just started chopping the leg of Gilbert, like I said he should have done, and he didn't start doing this until pretty much the end of the fight. I think he should have used a lot, uh, utilized the all fight, um, but. He won every aspect of the fight anyway, so it really didn't matter. Uh, literally, the rest of the round is, again, more the same. Arnold lands anything he wants. Last 10 seconds, they get into a quick little brawl, but nothing comes out of it. Um, goes to decision. Arnold Allen wins by a very clear unanimous decision, going 30-27 on all scorecards. Um, the final thought for that fight, Arnold is a fucking beast, and I'm just so fucking hyped for the new generation of fighters. Can't wait to see this kid fight again. Because he is really entertaining. Alright, moving on to the main card. It started with a welterweight bout between Diego the Nightmare Sanchez uh, going against Michael Chiesa. Uh, I predicted the correct winner of this, which was uh, Michael Chiesa by unanimous decision. Um, I mean, I'm not even going to go into a round-by-round uh, round round breakdown because every round was pretty much the same as the last, you know what I mean? Chiesa used his big size advantage to completely bully Diego all fight, get the takedown whenever he wanted, and had complete control of the fight from the beginning. Diego had his moments, but nothing significant at all. Like, you know, I mean, his moments were very small. Um, every time Chiesa felt he was in any sort of trouble, he would wrap up Diego and just push him up against the fence and just bully him to the ground and attack down there again and again. Diego was ab uh, able to reverse the position one time, I think I saw, but just to get reversed back, you know what I mean? And Chiesa had control all over again. Just about every round was the same. Chiesa was way too big for Diego. Like I said in, in my breakdown episode, last episode, Diego had a real, he had real good success against Mickey Gao and Craig White, who are almost the same build as Chiesa, but the experience difference uh, between Chiesa and those two are far different. And Chiesa showed that. Um, he was never in a troubling position or situation in this fight, not once, I believe. 
Diego landed only seven significant strikes the whole fight, and that's seven out of 11 significant strikes. Meanwhile, Chiesa landed 47 out of uh, 67, but that's he only missed 20 fucking shots all fight, uh, significant shots. And uh, for um, and Chiesa also got five out of six takedowns that he attempted. Um, each round was complete domination from bell to bell, and Chiesa took the fight by a very big margin and won that shit by 30-26 on all the scorecards um, for the clear-cut unanimous decision. But, um, hold on, give me one second. I need to, I need to take a sip of my Gatorade. Uh, I'm still on antibiotics, y'all. Fucking fighting off that fucking infection. So the fucking antibiotics get you fucking mad dehydrated. Sorry about that. <clears throat> but yeah, he went on all scorecards. But real quick, before I move on from this fight, I just wanted to talk about something really fucking quick. And that's Diego's, um, corner choice. I, I don't know what the fuck to call it. Um. Diego left and moved on from uh, Jackson Wink Gym over, like, you know, some disagreements or whatever. So, Diego gets this random fucking Tai Chi practicing motherfucker as his corner man. And I, I can't even explain how ridiculous this shit is or how, like, ridiculous this guy looks. Um, Not how he looks, but, like, you just gotta fucking, like, look this shit up and you'll, you'll see what the fuck I'm talking about. This guy has never cornered an MMA fight, let alone any fighter in general and any fight, you know, fight background in general, um, he's never cornered any fighter, period, I don't even think he even trains any martial arts, any real martial arts at least, um, he's like a, like a spiritual movement coach or some shit, um, jeez, man, you gotta look this fucking guy up, it's fucking ridiculous, I don't know how the fucking UFC brass even allowed this shit, um, in between rounds, there was not even any discussion between Diego and the guy, nothing, like, nothing that he should do, what he's doing wrong, nothing, I, I, I think he was just praying for him at one fucking point, who the fuck knows, but there was nothing going on, um, yeah, we all know Diego is a fucking psycho, and maybe losing his fucking mind these days, but come the fuck on, what the fuck were you thinking, bro, like, you might as well have hired DDP and had him train you in some DDP yoga that was, you know what I mean, leading up to this fight, if this was your fucking plan all along, like, I, I, I'm really fucking pissed the fucking company even let this fucking shit happen, like, what the fuck, I, I call the UFC this all the time, because this, it's, this sometimes like this, the ultimate fucking circus, UFC, ultimate fucking circus, because it's shit like this, and it pisses me off, how the fuck y'all let that shit happen, if Diego plans to fight again, which we all know he probably fucking does, because he's a fucking psycho, he needs to find a new fucking camp, and, you know, a new gym, and get more fucking serious, man, we know you're a serious individual, but when it comes to this, you know, the gym and the camp shit get a little more serious, man, because fuck no, fuck no, lighting incense and fucking woo-sawing in the fucking locker room before the fucking fight with the fucking lights dimmed and shit, no, that shit's not gonna fucking cut it, what the fuck is wrong with you, ah, get this fucking guy out of here, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with you, man, you're fucking crazy, I don't even know his fucking name, and I plan to keep it that way, um, you want to use him as like a spiritual coach or a meditation coach or whatever, fine. But keep that fucking guy away from anything that has to do with combat sports before he fucking gets someone killed trying to fight and knock someone out with their aura and shit. Fucking ridiculous. All right, moving on. Moving on, it was a, um, the next fight was a light heavyweight bout between Luke, uh, Luke Rockhold versus Jan Blakowicz. Uh, real quick, before we get started into this, I just want to correct myself from the last episode in my preview and breakdown episode when I was talking about this fight. 
I said that this was going to be uh, Luke's lightweight, light heavyweight debut in the UFC. And, um, uh, you know, but he has fought in the weight class outside of the UFC. I was wrong with that statement. Um, this was actually his official debut in the weight class. Um, I, for some reason, thought he took a fight at light heavyweight in uh, Strikeforce. But I was completely wrong on that. And, uh, you know, I apologize for that. But, um, you know, I just want to get that out the way. All right. On to the fight review. Uh, I did not pick the correct winner. I thought Luke was going to get this fight to the ground and uh, win this fight by submission. But Jan won this fight by a fucking devastating knockout. Um, no, I didn't pick the correct winner. But if you listen to my preview and breakdown episode, you heard me go fucking in on an epic rant on Luke. On how fucking ridiculous he fucking looks and sounds for overlooking and uh, looking past Jan. And uh, talking about nothing other than wanting to fight John Jones. As, like every interview he talked about Jan maybe one or two minutes at a time. Uh, not even at a time, just every fucking interview. And that was it. It was always some bullshit like, oh, he was the best guy we could get. Or, oh, he's just fucking tough and naive to think um, he could beat me. Or, you know, I mean, some fucking blasphemic bullshit like that. And I literally said, if Luke loses this fucking fight, it's gonna that's going to be the fucking reason. And he will get fucking careless and get fucking clipped. And that's exactly what the fuck happened. Um, but yeah, let's talk about it before I fucking lose my fucking shit. All right. Going into round one, Luke was very aggressive coming in with some fucking flying shit. <laughs> um, he, um, he just fucking came flying forward, you know what I mean, with fucking head kicks and straight lefts. Uh, very fucking, very hard straight lefts. Jan responded with a few leg kicks, but it was Luke getting the better of Jan with the strikes and forward pressure. And um, even through a fucking random jump kick, it wasn't fucking pretty at all, but it was it was pretty funny. Um, to me, how, you know what I mean, how, how confident Luke came out was pretty ridiculous. He was like, like I said, careless, right? So check it out. Luke gets Blackowicz up against the fucking fence for maybe about a good minute, good minute and a half, and almost secures the takedown, but Jan was able to keep his balance and uh, get Luke off of him and pushing him off against the fence. Um, but again, Jan was able to land a few short elbows, but again, um... Luke was able to push him up against the fence again, is what I meant, sorry, um, Jan is able to break away again and land a quick check lift, uh, check lift, check left hook that got Luke, after they broke away from the fence, you could clearly see Luke slow down after that fucking, um, after that whole, uh, all the clinching up, up against the fence and shit, you could see Luke was like, he was, that whole burst in the beginning of the fight, that shit took a lot out of him, for, I, I guess he thought he was just gonna come out and fucking knock Jan out right away, I don't know what the fuck, I don't know what the fuck he was thinking, um, he didn't slow down significantly, but it was definitely noticeable, um, he's still throwing left head kicks, you know what I mean, he's missing them though, uh, he also throw leg kicks, but Jan was able to check majority of them, each of them he was throwing, it was just like one strike each pretty much, and then, um, coming to the end of the round, oh man, my favorite fucking ref was officiating, that was sarcasm, but, uh, yeah, Herb Dean, man, jeez, so Jan was able to fucking land a, like, perfect punch that staggered Luke and made him spin, and when he fucking spun around and came back, the fucking, um, the horn went off, and, f um, right after the horn went off, Jan lands a fucking flush, nice fucking head kick that went right up the fucking side of Luke's head, after the fucking horn, and fucking superhero Herb Dean comes fucking flying in after Luke is all, like, after his fucking world's already fucked up from that kick. Like, he's like, 
trying to, he didn't even fucking push him away, he just, like, runs in, just, like, fucking waving his fucking hand in the air, like, you motherfucker, I fucking hate Herb, and, um, and then to make it fucking worse, this fucking idiot says the fucking shot, like, alright, so, to fucking make it worse, this fucking idiot gets talked to in between the rounds by the fucking commission, right, they showed the fucking replay, and the fucking idiot says the fucking shot landed right when the fucking horn went off, and not after, they showed the fucking replay, and it was, like, almost a fucking second after the fucking horn went off. Even Joe Rogan said it was fucking clearly after the horn. I'm, like, when I was taking these fucking notes um, earlier today, I was literally watching the fight taking these fucking notes, you know what I mean? And I fucking replayed it a couple times, and it was at least a fucking second after the fucking horn. Um, but, yeah, uh, that completely fucked Luke Rockhold up from then on. Uh, yeah, fuck you, Herb. You fucked up yet another fight. Ugh. Anyways, back to the fucking fight before I fucking 12 to 6 elbow my motherfucking keyboard and lose it. Ah, uh, shit. Alright. Both fighters go into their corners, but you can clearly tell that Luke is still rocked a bit and not recovered from that fucking kick. Herb, you fuck, Herb. God damn it. You fucking Herb. Oh, uh, you fucking Herb, you. Anyways, going into the second round, Luke tries to um, show that he's not hurt and comes storming in with a fucking kick. And a sloppy overhand that he gets countered on and gets staggered again. Um, Luke show, uh, Luke slows down cautiously now. And then both fighters are just pretty much having a kickboxing match in the center of the octagon. Uh, till Luke shoots and pushes Jan up against the fence and has control up there. And uh, lands a few knees, uh, you know, a few close short knees. But then Jan is able to um, get the underhooks and push Luke off. And then lands a fucking Polish anvil of a fucking left hook on the break and completely fuck Rockhold up, dropping him and landing two shots he probably didn't really need to land. But, hey, when you're fucking, you know, when the greatest fucking ref Herb Dean comes in for the fucking rescue too fucking late again, what the fuck can you do? It is what it is. But, uh, yeah, he knocked him the fuck out and, um, landed two shots that he didn't need to land, but, hey, and, uh, <laughs> Luke received another broken jaw in this fucking fight, man, in the finishing sequence of this fucking fight, probably more than likely from that left hook on the break, but obviously those last two shots did not help, uh, yeah, fight's over, and Luke is completely fucked at this point. Trying to get up by himself because her fucking Dean stupid ass again is not where he's supposed to be. Trying to keep him down till the doctors or commissioner or whoever the fuck they are coming to, you know, check on him. No, this motherfucker's trying to get up and, you know, as he's almost to his feet, then Herb Dean fucking comes. Fucker. God, I fucking hate Herb. <sighs> Anyways, like I said in my last episode, Luke was overlooking the fuck out of Jan. And if he loses, then this would be how, not exactly how I pictured it, with a fucking cracker of a fucking left hook, you know, to break the fucking man's jaw, but, you know, maybe a fucking head kick or something, but fucking shit, Jan, good shit, uh, you know, honestly, I honestly hope Luke retires and just, you know, 100%, you know, does that whole modeling bullshit, because he can't keep in, he can't keep taking this fucking kind of damage in his fucking fights, especially, you know what I mean, when his head is not clearly, like, clearly not all in it, you know what I mean, like, uh, not devoted to fighting, like, 100% devoted to fighting, um, I'm not going to get too much into it, I don't dislike Luke, you know what I mean, he's, like I said, he's a fucking great fighter, 
but I fucking hate that fake smug act that he like thinks he needs to put on when the cameras are on that uh you know that too cool for school bullshit uh you know regardless I hope he heals up 100% and you know just moves on from competing in MMA man um especially in the light heavyweight division dude the, the, all these motherfuckers hit hard as shit hard as fuck you was getting like fuck man you were getting dropped hard in middleweight and now you want to move up um it's I, I don't see anything good coming out of it you know you want to do like grappling tournaments and shit cool you know because you're great at you're great at grappling too you know and you take a lot less damage than you would then you know in, in uh, mma but he just you know just needs to stop this and just do the modeling thing because you know this like it, it's not really going too fucking good for this fucking shit but you know what i mean the modeling thing he's getting paid fucking big time by um ralph loren or marco polo or whoever the, whoever the fuck they are <laughs> um i only know those two from the top of my head but um i think it's ralph lauren cologne or some shit if i remember what dana said uh <laughs> in the post press conference but um yeah heal up luke move on as for yan good fucking shit amigo exposed luke for keeping his motherfucking hands down at the worst fucking possible times of the fight like you know expose him just like how uh bisping and yoel did for keeping his fucking hands down but with this one, with a fucking incredible fucking left off a fucking break, that's fucking, ugh. hopefully Jan gets right back in the top five, because I, I personally don't believe that he deserved to drop so far after he lost to, uh, Santos, um, you know, maybe a rematch with Santos would be cool, but, um, Santos probably has a significant injury, so, uh, you know, he'll probably be, that'll probably be off the table, and Santos probably won't be able to fight for a bit, we'll get into that more later, as, you know, Santos was in the main event, but, uh, yeah, Jan, good shit, um, Luke, heal up, Herb, fuck you, <laughs> um, alright, moving on to the next fight, oh, Jesus fucking Christ, nah, B, hold on, hold on, should I say, Nises fucking Christ, uh, it was the welterweight bout between Jorge Masvidal taking on Ben Askren, and, um, yeah, no, I don't think anybody called the way this shit was gonna fucking happen the way it did, I was fucking 100% wrong with my fucking, uh, with my pick. I picked Askren to win by unanimous decision or TKO, but was dead wrong. Just as dead as Askren was. Um, yeah, so both fighters made their way to the cage, right? Uh, Bruce introduced each fighter. Um, the ref said, let's go. And it's over. Alright, moving on to the next fight. Psych <laughs> But not really, though. Uh, Jorge completely killed Askren with a flying knee right at the beginning of the fucking fight. And um, landed two, in you know, in my opinion, completely unnecessary shots when Askren was already mannequined up stiff on the ground. Uh, you know, ref probably, not, not probably, definitely should have ended the fight right after the knee was landed. But Jorge was quick as fuck with those last two shots, and uh, he got those shits off before the fucking ref could get him in, uh, to get, ah, sorry, before the ref could get in and get Jorge off, um, <laughs> but I mean, it's alright, I mean, shit, if it was fucking Herb Dean that was, um, that was the ref, Jorge would still be hitting Ben's lifeless body right now as I'm recording, so, it's okay, the ref did the best he could, um, <laughs> Uh, but for real though, uh, that shit was fucking incredible and fucking savagely brutal all at once. Jorge, with that KO, broke the UFC record for the fastest knockout at just five fucking seconds into the fight. Congrats to him, man. Um, 
I was at the bar watching this, and I was talking to a fellow fight fan I met that night, and um, at, at just as Bruce Buffer was announcing the fighters, I looked at him, and I told him, I was like, bro, I think, I, not even, I think, I, I, I was confident as fuck, I said, bro, Ben is gonna ragdoll Jorge, but if Jorge wins this fight, it'll be by knockout, and, and I also said that Ben would shoot for a takedown before he even throws a strike, <laughs> And so, um, once the ref said go, once I seen Jorge start moving to the right, like, um, you know, like, kind of light on his feet, just like, just like, skipping to the right, I was like, oh, fuck, he's about to fucking blitz, and then, just like that, the fucker rushed, landed that motherfucking Cuban sandwich deluxe knee with the fries and soda combo with those last two shots, and honestly, <laughs> that shit caught me so off guard, I couldn't fucking help but laugh my fucking ass off because I literally just said that Ben would ragdoll him and then boom, roasted. <laughs> but um, again, listen, shit like this is why I absolutely fucking love this sport. I love being wrong when it's, you know what I mean, when it's a way like this. It's, uh, you know what I mean, so unpredictable. You know what I mean, the shock value of the fucking sport is just fucking exhilarating. <laughs> you know what I mean? But uh, back to the fight, yeah, I have no fucking clue what Ben was thinking. Um, you see Jorge fucking running in at you full speed. Uh, what the fuck do you think he's going to throw other than a flying knee? You thought he was just, like, just going to fucking run into you or something? Or just go for a fucking Goldberg spear? I don't I, I don't get it. Uh, the first thing you think to do is, is duck and shoot for the fucking takedown instead of, instead of just fucking, you know... Just taking two steps to either the right or the left. Like, you fucking duck right into the fucking knee and just get fucking obliterated? I I don't understand. Um, you know, I'm cool with it. Because that shit was fucking nuts. Um, you know, I just I just thought Ben would be, you know, the I, I thought he would be a much smarter fighter than that. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of Ben, but he is definitely entertaining. You know what I mean? He, you know, he makes people want to watch the fucking fight. And uh, I more so thought that this would be a good matchup for him against Jorge with his wrestling difference. And honestly, as funny as it sounds, I still think it is a good matchup if that favors Ben. Um, chances of that shit ever fucking happening again, especially after this, uh, after it happening once, is very fucking low. You know what I mean? Uh, especially in a fucking rematch. If they ever have one, I will still go with Ben, but I highly doubt they're, they're going to make that rematch ever again. Um, you know, matchups make fights, and you know what I mean? Ben was just not smart at all in this fight and um, if you didn't hear my last episode I said how big of a fan I was of Masvidal you know what I mean um fucking 2004 2006 uh you know what I mean when um his street fight videos with Kimbo was all posted online on e-bum fights on um on bum fights you know what I mean when I say bum fights that's not calling Jorge a bum you know what I mean you're fucking stupid if you think that that's how I that's how I know you're too fucking young to fucking know what the fuck I'm saying because E-Bomb and Bum Fights were literally the same fucking shit that just posted nothing but street fights. Not literally fucking Bum Fights, you know what I mean? I mean, Bum Fights were there too, but, you know what I mean? Nobody fucking watched that shit. Everybody watched the Kimbo fights and shit. But, um, yeah, you cannot, you cannot not be a fan of Masvidal if you love this fight game, you know what I mean? And, um, yeah, I'm happy as fuck um, that he broke this record, you know what I mean? He's a fucking savage. If someone were to break this record... It would be someone like him doing something just like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, regardless, congrats to Jorge on the win and breaking the record. Ben has taken this loss really good and just he's just been joking about it online. And, uh, you know, I know he'll be okay. 
Um, you know, I mean, he def made me a fan, a big fan now, uh, you know, with how he's handling this fucking devastating down point in his career after being undefeated up until this fight. Um, he'll definitely probably get a six-month suspension. I haven't looked into that, but definitely more than likely a six, maybe an eight-month suspension. Who the fuck knows? But, um, but I know he'll be all right. Jorge wants to fight Usman for the title. Um, I, as I said earlier, I, I thought Ben would be a bad match. Oh, sorry. I gotta take a sip of Gatorade again, but let me finish this sentence. Um, you know, I thought Ben would be a bad matchup for Jorge, but I really think Usman would be a horrible matchup for Jorge. But, um, fuck it. Jorge's making the welterweight division exciting again, so fuck it. I'll watch. Why the fuck not? <laughs> Alright, moving on to the co-main event. One sec, let me take a sip of my Gatorade. That'd be smooth as fuck, right? purchased that shit early um the other day fucking dope ass beat but yeah moving on to the co-main event it was the woman's bantamweight title fight between the champ champ amanda nunez going against former champ holly Holm. oh uh, again i was not correct in this pick <laughs> i picked holly either by unanimous decision or by uh you know sneaky random tko that you know uh that started with a head kick um, instead, what I got was Amanda landing a motherfucking head kick for the fucking TKO knockout. <laughs> um, I need to stop going to the motherfucking bar to watch these fucking fights. <laughs> Whenever I do any of these fucking picks and I'm like super confident in them and I go to the motherfucking bar to watch those fights, the motherfuckers lose by devastating fashion. <laughs> um, yeah, no more, no more bar for the fights. Uh, I, I, at least not for the big events, at least. Um. But yeah, the fight ended in the first round in the beginning of the uh, last minute. Uh, Holly was, on, in my opinion, Holly was winning that round, keeping the fight at her pace and keeping Amanda away uh, at her distance using her boxing and footwork. And then near the end of the round, Amanda tagged Holly with a fucking great punch. And that's when Holly seemed to just, uh, you know, just stop moving around and, um, you know, try to engage with Amanda. And she just, just stopped moving. She wasn't moving around anymore on her feet. Uh, she just stood right in, uh, right, in right in front of Amanda, traded with her, and um, out of fucking nowhere, Amanda. The fuck? Oh, it's fucking neighbor's kids going crazy. <laughs> Jeez, that's I don't know what the fuck was that noise? Um, but yeah, sorry, I got off track. Holly, she should have kept sticking and moving like you know she was doing all fight, but. At the end of the round, she got way too fucking close without moving away after she threw her shots. And then Amanda lands a fucking one-two head kick combo that completely dropped Holly. And then Amanda landed one shot, maybe maybe two shots before the ref stopped it. <clears throat> Excuse me. In all honesty, I thought, you know, it was a little premature of a stoppage as Holly wasn't knocked dead like either Luke or Askren was. Um, Holly was attempting to grab a leg before the ref stopped it. And, uh, you know, it was especially... Uh, you know, with a little amount of time, and because it was a title fight, you know what I mean, you could have let it go on for a few more seconds, if if Amanda landed some fucking bombs right after that, and Holly was obviously, you know, completely fucking fucked from then on, then I get it, but, you know, it, it, you know what I mean, it, it should have went on, and then we should have, we should have at least fucking see how it went, seen it, and, you know, see how it goes from there, but we didn't get that, and, um, you know, but, like, the fight, I reviewed um before this one. It ended quick. Not obviously, obviously not as quick as the fucking Jorge and Ben fight in the first round in fucking five seconds. But um, this fight was a first round knockout nonetheless. Uh, congrats to champ champ Amanda. 
Uh, can't wait to see who she fights next. But if it is going to be a fucking featherweight, then it needs to be a fucking rematch with Cyborg. Dana and Amanda are both saying Cyborg declined the rematch and shit, but like, who the fuck are they kidding? Like, who in their fucking right mind actually thinks Cyborg, of all fucking people, will decline any fucking fight? Especially one where she's trying to get a fucking chance to get her title back and, you know, get this loss back, you know what I mean? Uh, get this win, pretty much, you know? Uh, Dana fucking pisses me off, and, you know, he always fucking pisses me off, and now he... Now he got Amanda uh, saying this fucking same shit in every interview that um that Cyborg is declining to fight. And it's getting, it's annoying as fuck. It's getting annoying as shit to hear all the damn time. Because you know that ain't true. You know that ain't true. But uh, yeah, if she defends her fucking featherweight title, it has to be a rematch against Cyborg. One, like, what other fucking featherweight fight is that is going to sell? You know what I mean? And um, you know, who, who else should it fucking be? I know Aspen Ladd and Duran Demean fights next week or some shit, but come on. No way does the winner of that fight deserve the fight over Cyborg. Yeah, Cyborg has a fight lined up soon, but if she wins that fight, and, um, you know, it should be a fucking clear rematch setting for Amanda Nunes. Uh, you know, uh, especially if Cyborg demolishes Felicia Spencer, that's an obvious rematch, you know what I mean? And Spencer is a great fighter who's undefeated and a former Invicta champion. But, you know what I mean, this is going to be a tall and a beast fucking task for her to fucking, you know what I mean, take on in Cyborg. Um, anyways, as for Holly, I, I don't even know. You know, she's getting older and older, and um, this is a young person's sport. You know, uh, she's 37, turning 38 in October. Uh, you know, I have honestly have no doubt that she could beat most of the, uh, of the women in both divisions, honestly. You know what I mean? Um, but... You know, if she wants to fight for the title, she will, you know, she'll have to really work her way back, taking the toughest fights again, and uh, win those fucking fights to get back to the title shots. But, who knows how long that'll take, you know what I mean? Um, how long that'll take her this time. Fighting for a title at 40, especially against fighters like Amanda or Cyborg, is not the, you know, it's not the smartest fucking thing to do. And Holly's a great fucking fighter, she could probably beat any of them any day, but... It's not going to be fucking easy at fucking all, especially the older you get. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know where she goes from here. She definitely has the credentials, I think, to, uh, you know, maybe open up her own box, a local boxing gym in Albuquerque or, you know, something along those lines. But, you know, she's a fucking born competitor and always will be. So, you know, who knows what she decides to do. Regardless, I'll always be a fan because she's always humble as fuck and just an amazing fighter and just an amazing person in general, you know what I mean, so I'll always be a fan no matter what she does, but, um, alright, moving on to the main event of the nights, it was a light heavyweight title fight between the champion John Pico Bones Jones taking on Tiago Santos, um, I picked the correct winner for this, which was Jones, but I thought he was gonna be able to, um, get the fight to the ground, get on top, and either, uh, finish with a TKO or a submission victory, um, but John won this by a split decision. As I said in the beginning of this, some say uh, it was a controversial uh, decision in the sense uh, where some thought John should have won by unanimous decision, and also some people thought it was controversial in the sense where they thought Tiago did enough to win the fight. Um, let's get into it, though. I was at the bar, uh, you know, like I said earlier, so um, I was there from the fucking beginning of the prelims, uh, you know, to the end of the fucking event. By the fucking time this main event started, I was already, you know, maybe like a quarter past shit face, so... 
um, you know, I'm gonna, I gotta rewatch this whole fucking fight, and, um, you know what I mean, um, well, not rewatch, I did rewatch earlier this morning when I was taking these notes, so, um, yeah, these notes right here that I'm about to read is literally notes that I took as I'm watching the fight, um, so, literally round by round and as detailed as I could get for you guys, and I, you know, I say who, uh, I thought won each round, and, um, who I thought won the fight at the end of it all, so let's get right into it, round one, Starts off more of a feeling out process in the uh, in the first round with John throwing leg kicks, finding the range. Uh, not many strikes by either fighter though, but Santos lands a really nice heavy leg kick at the end of the first minute of the first round, which um, almost takes John off of his feet. Uh, if you listen to my preview episode, I said Santos needs to utilize heavy leg kicks. Majority of John's opponents, you know, matter of fact, all of John's opponents never chopped at his fucking leg like I fucking said that they should and um and how I said that Tiago would need to do in this fucking fight because he has some fucking brutal leg kicks uh near the halfway point Tiago was still attacking the fucking leg but John was able to catch one of them and push Santos back up against the cage and uh tried to land a spinning elbow but missed and the fight went right back to the center where John took control um not much going on until Santos rushes in and lands a good two-piece that even knocked Jones's mouthpiece out uh, Herb stopped the fight for a second, you know, good fucking good guy Herb, to fucking to stop the fight to give John his fucking mouthpiece back, fuck Herb, anyways, uh, Santos, you know, he's not the aggressor now, you know, um, now, oh no, no, sorry, sorry, now Santos is the aggressor, I don't know why I fucking put not, it should have been now, but um, yeah, now Santos is the aggressor now that he saw that he could touch him and starts throwing fucking heavy fucking hooks, when uh, every time John gets close and then even rushes him one time with a few looping hooks, but lands maybe two out of all of them, out of the whole flurry. Um, lands a few more leg kicks as well, but John is still in the center controlling the octagon, but Tiago is the one who's really attacking and landing anything. Uh, John ends the round throwing a spinning back kick, but Santos gets out of the way, and that's the end of round one. Um, John had control for most of the round, but Santos was the one who was, um, you know, landing the better, heavier shots and was the aggressor, um, you know, I mean, the whole round. John had control, but, you know, I mean, didn't really do anything. Um, and Santos, he was really the aggressor, especially with the fucking leg kicks, man. I was so fucking hyped that he was utilizing these shits. Um, yeah, I give, I give round one to Santos, um, Round two, John comes out with the pressure, uh, but you know, backing up Tiago just like round one, and um, you know, but John comes out in orthodox. He's a southpaw fighter, you know, so um, him coming out right away in orthodox, you know, those fucking leg kicks hurt him. But yeah, John is pressuring forward. Tiago throws a front kick but doesn't land, and then throws a fucking heavy winging leg kick that he misses and seems to fuck his knee up because of how hard he threw it and missed. Um, Watching it at the bar, I thought he threw his fucking hip out, honestly, but, um, at, you know, watching this shit now, and, um, you know, listening to, um, all the, uh, interviews after the fight and everything, it was, it was his knee, but, um, yeah, John sees that he hurt himself and tries to get too close to attack, but Santos, the fucking tough motherfucker that he is, just fucking swung for the fucking fences and tried to land some fucking heavy shots, and, um, I think he landed maybe two of those and sent John retaliating, um, Santos still being the aggressor, even with the fucked up leg, throwing heavy fucking punches, and even throwing fucking kicks with the fucked up leg, um, he's such a fucking animal, dude, it's fucking crazy, uh, you know, past the, uh, halfway point of the second round, John backs Santos up with a kick, 
And to me, it looks like Santos lost balance and fell and, you know, it wasn't a knockdown. But Santos gets back up right away regardless and John gets control of the octagon again. But again, Santos is the one who's throwing the shots while John is, you know, picking and choosing, his, uh, picking and choosing the shots to throw. And, um, you know, which is not many of them at all. Tiago throws a leg kick, uh, you know, w with the fucking leg that's fucked up again. And he's even throwing fucking head kicks with that fucking leg. Uh, this man is a fucking animal. He's not fucking human, dude. Fucking nuts. Uh, I, I think I heard he tore his ACL and he's fucking and, like fighting like this. And it's only the beginning of the second round where, he, where this happened, where he fucked himself up. And he's still fighting like this. He's a, he's a fucking savage, dude. Um, nearing the end of the round... It shows the quick stats that uh, both John and Santos landed only nine significant strikes each, um, which I fucking think is bullshit. I saw Santos outstrike John in total shots landed and in significant strikes landed. Um, but, I mean, I don't know what the fuck they were counting, but I guess they didn't count, you know, the significant shots that I saw. They didn't count them as significant, which is fucking ridiculous because Santos was throwing fucking heat on those leg kicks and, um, you know, body kicks and shit. But regardless, the round comes to an end. I give that second round to Santos again. He landed the better shots and the more shots. John, he had the fewer shots, but land, but had the octagon control, you know, but was not the aggressor again. You know what I mean? He was just wasn't the aggressor, just had control again. So, yeah, I give round two to Santos. Um, round three, same start as the other two rounds. Um, John obtains the center of the octagon and has uh, Santos backing up. Santos throws a spinning back kick, misses, He's um, and then he starts getting backed up again. But uh, near the end of the first minute of the first round, he lands a left head kick. Wasn't flush or, you know, did much damage to John, but it did land. You've seen it go upside his head. Um, <laughs> but John, you know, he shrugged it off. Big ass head. Fucking, I ain't even gonna do it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he strikes it off and just backs Tiago up again. Tiago attacks the legs, uh, you know, while moving backwards a few times. And, uh, you know, John still isn't, isn't fucking throwing anything but, like, one fucking strike at a time. He's just maintaining the pressure. At about, um, uh, three minutes and 30 seconds into the round, uh, John gets close and throws a leg kick. But Santos eats it and rushes in for, like, fucking six haymakers in a fucking row, maybe landing three of them. Uh, you know, John backs up and Tiago tries another punch, but pretty much gets pushed down, uh, down to the ground, but pops right back up. Um, but, uh, you know, once he gets back up, he got pushed right back up against the long, uh, alongside the fence and John gets close with a jumping knee, but Santos was able to kind of duck and move out of the way. And John Jones tall fucking ass went over Santos's head and, uh, Santos was able to make him fall to the ground with that. But, um, you know, with the miss, but it wasn't considered a takedown or nothing. Um, but John gets right back up, as he usually does, and, you know, again, gets control of the center of the uh, center of the fucking octagon back in Santos up. But again, he's throwing one shot at a time. Santos is fucking, he's throwing body, leg, and head kicks all while back, all while being backed up by John. Uh, you know what I mean? While John uh, remains in control. But again, John isn't fucking throwing anything. You know what I mean? And I'm literally taking these fucking notes as I'm fucking watching this fight. You know what I mean? I'm reading them now, but as I was taking them earlier, I was literally watching this fucking fight. Um, you know, just one shot at a time. This round is, you know, this round was actually pretty hard to score, though. Um, John is literally pressuring the whole fucking fight regardless, but still getting outstruck. And, um, you know, he got hit with the better shots, in my opinion, um, even while coming forward. 
honestly, I, I might have to give this third round to Santos as well. You know what I mean? Um, but this one was a lot closer than the other two. And you know what I mean? Um, yes, listen, I've said multiple times how I dislike John Jones. All right. This this is like this is off the head right now. You know, I've said it multiple times how I dislike the fucking man as a person. But he is one of the fucking greatest of all time, and I have no fucking problem saying that. But that does not mean I have to like him, you know what I mean? But, um, yeah, that being said, whether I fucking, uh, either a breakdown or a review, every fight I do is from a non-biased outlook, you know what I mean? Um, so, you know what I mean? This is not me hating on John at all. I even fucking picked John to win by, you know what I mean, by demolishing this fucking dude, um, you know what I mean, and when I watched this fucking fight at the bar, I was one of the dudes who thought that he won by unanimous decision, but, you know what I mean, watching back while I was taking these notes, I'm like astounded at how, at how good Santos did and how much more competitive this fight actually was, uh, you know what I mean, um, but yeah, uh, going back to the notes, I got Santos winning these first three rounds, um, you know what I mean, take it how you want it, but that's, that's just how I saw it, uh, I might have to watch this fight a third time later in the week and give my thoughts on it on the, uh, you know, on the next episode, but, um, as of right now, um, you know, as of this morning when I was taking these notes, when I was watching this fight the second time, completely dead sober, you know what I mean, I got Santos up 3-0, um, no way John's octagon control wins him these rounds, I, I, I know, like, that's insane if it did, um, anyways, round four begins, again, Jones getting in the center of the octagon and backing Santos up, but this time, he's actually throwing strikes like his oblique kick, the front body kicks, and a few leg kicks, uh, Santos tries to rush forward with some, with some hooks, but he misses, uh, John gets him up against the fence and throws a spinning back fist, he misses that as well, but again, gets to the center of the octagon, um, he gets the center of control, uh, starts landing some good shots, making Santos back up, now, every time Santos got close, he would hit him with, uh, you know, front body shots, or oblique kicks again, make him back up, and every time Santos came in, uh, you know, he would miss every time he would go for an attack, near the last 20 seconds of the round, um, you know, it was more of the same, you know, so going all the way to the last 20 seconds of the round, Santos throws a leg kick, but it seems that, you know, he hurt himself again, but this time, he landed the fucking kick, but, you know, he fucking hurt himself landing this kick, uh, round ends, not much, um, you know, but, um, not much, but the fighter to do the most in this round was John, so I gave that round to John, obviously, um, but that was the only round he won so far in my eyes, round five, now again, John Jones comes in, um, uh, you know, in control, Santos is attacking with hard leg kicks and, you know, rushing punches as well, after the quick blitz of strikes, Santos slows down, like, right away, and John starts landing leg kicks and body kicks all over again, um, and more of the same for the next minute or so, uh, Santos tries throwing, um, a high kick, but seems like his knee almost gave out again, or, or did gave out, and, you know, he just caught himself, but, um, John backs him up and kicks, and kicks, you know, the fucked up leg, and, um, when Santos tries to move forward, he stumbles because of the damage on his fucking leg, you know what I mean, um, John again attacks the leg and kicks the leg, but this time Santos again being the fucking tough, crazy motherfucker that he is, throws a fucking crazy leg kick with his fucked up leg again as he's getting backed up and um you know what I mean? But as he um as he throws the leg kick and he like brings the leg back to get back into his stance and he plants on that leg, he fucking hobbles again and it's like the leg gave out again. Um yeah, that that leg was definitely fucked. You know what I mean? No doubt. 
um, and he was still fucking throwing it like a fucking madman, dude, he was a fucking psycho, but, um, yeah, John was the one landing, uh, majority of the shots, um, Santos was, was looking like the aggressor, but he wasn't landing, the, and, like, you know, many shots, um, he was honestly hurting himself more than he was hurting John this, uh, this last round, um, last minute and a half, and, um, John is still backing up Santos and landing the cleaner and better shots, going into the last minute, uh, Tiago goes in for a last blitz of haymakers, but misses once again, and John just gets out of the way. John gets back to the center, and Tiago throws a head kick, but John catches it and throws Santos down. But, uh, you know, Tiago hops right back up right away, and um, but he gets right back to being pressured up against, um, you know, alongside the cage. Uh, and then the round ends, pretty much. Um, and I give this round, the fifth round, to John. But, you know, I heard some people say uh, Santos won the fifth round, but I didn't see that. I, I did not see him even come close to winning this fifth round. Um, but yeah, regardless, regardless of that fact, um, I think Santos won the first three fucking rounds and won this fucking fight. Uh, like I said, when I watched this fight, uh, <laughs> half past shit faced I, at the bar, I, I thought John won by unanimous decision, but, um, this fight was so much more competitive than I thought. And, um, I a hundred percent, you know, understand why it was a split decision, I guess, you know, but in my eyes, I thought Tiago won this fucking fight by winning the first three rounds. Um, but, um, you know, also, just to fuck, I just want to point out again how fucking tough Tiago is, dude. He probably tore his fucking ACL from what I heard in the beginning of the fucking second round. And, you know what I mean? He fought the rest of the fucking fight with it. And, you know what I mean? Even threw the fucking thing at John trying to show that he wasn't hurt. Fucking animal, dude. Fucking animal. Um, I'm not shocked or upset that John won. Obviously, I wanted him to win. Um, not wanted him to win, I could care less if he wins or loses, but I picked him to win, but I am shocked at how much more competitive this fight really was, um, but yeah, in my opinion, I, I think it all came down to that third round, and I, you know, I edged off to Santos, um, and I think he won that fucking fight, maybe a rematch down the line, but right now, Santos's leg is all sorts of fucked up, so I don't think there's any, any choice for that, uh, any choice but for that to, uh, happen down the line, but, um, as um as for what I, blah, 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 as for what I Jesus how I fucked that up twice as for what I think should happen next for John move your big ass up to heavyweight and fight Cormier whether he beats Stipe or not failing the motherfucking drug test multiple fucking times one before a scheduled fight with him on um in, in the first MSG card and um the fucking day before the event and you know the other one after the fight, after the second fight, where you beat him by knockout, and it turned into a no contest, you know what I mean, you owe him that fucking fight at heavyweight, move your fucking big ass up, and meet him there, it's only fair, it's only fucking fair, um, also, you will also solidify yourself as the greatest of all time, if you go up to fucking heavyweight, and demolish a fucking heavyweight, a couple heavyweights, you know what I mean, um, alright, well, that, <laughs> That was episode 11 and my review of UFC 239, Jones vs. Santos. The night was fucking action-packed from the beginning to the end, in my opinion, except for that Claudia Gadelia fight. Um, best card of the fucking year so far. Um, you know, the next pretty super stacked card, in my opinion, is the UFC 241, which is DC vs. Stipe 2. That also has Pettis fighting Diaz and uh, Millionaire Romero fighting Costa. <laughs> Um, those three fights alone in a row are fucking nuts. I just, I just hope all of them, I gotta knock on wood. I just hope all of those motherfuckers make it to that fucking event, man. Cause that is 
a stacked lineup real quick. Um, but the next UFC event in general is coming up this um, this Saturday. It is UFC Fight Night 155, Durandamine versus Lad. And that is going to be on Saturday, July 13th. This Saturday taking place on ESPN+. Plus. The prelims start at 5 and the main card starts at 8. Of course, I'll be watching. Of course, I plan to get uh, you know a preview and breakdown episode out for this event. But I might only break down the main card, you know, what I mean, uh, and just have like a like a mini like a mini 25 to 30 minute episode, you know, um, you know, just uh, break down the main card and probably talk about recent news in combat sports as, you know, this card isn't that deep. Um, there is some good. There's just a lot of good fights, but not, you know, not ones that really interest me into breaking them down like that. You know what I mean? Um. Or I might even skip this event and just get my first NBA episode, uh, you know what I mean, get that shit done. Um, you know, the first NBA episode for the channel discussing the crazy offseason moves so far. Um, but yeah, let's see what happens. It is uh, Monday, uh, July 8th. I should have known that. I said that earlier. It is Monday, July 8th. Um, yeah, it's early in the week, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um the latest, as you know, it'll probably be uh, be Thursday, uh, you know, that I get it out. So we'll see you then. All right. Uh, but yeah, this is episode 11 of Nabi Podcast. As always, I am your host, Sani Nabi. Whatever the topic may be for the next episode, I will see you guys then. Peace, motherfucker. Peace, motherfucker. Peace.